This is the voice guy from your favorite podcast, Two Douchebags and a Microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma's been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Two, look for the spot absent of patrons. Three, the most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. Live from the story River Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Two tool bags and a socket wrench. We'll be right back. I mean, he said the store in Jackson ran out, so they had to send them more already, and the one in Memphis is running low. Oh, that's a good sign. And that's here in Nashville, they have uh, local runners or whatever that can get it to the product to them pretty quick. Yeah. But he's foreseeing a time coming up in like a month or so where they're not going to be able to keep up with demand, so he's apologizing already. Mm. So he said he's going to yeah. do his best to keep them going, but it's good to know that uh, people know how good the Filthy Bean is and uh, yeah. and... You know, like I said, that's what this guy does. I mean, he's been doing this all his life, and uh, he's been to every country that produces coffee. Wow. Yeah. That's dedication. I, yeah, I, it's passion. I haven't even been to all the coffee shops in my neighborhood. I have, so. not, I have not been to every country that uh, has goat porn. You know, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I guess I'm not that dedicated. Mm, I yeah. guess not. Yeah, well, all yeah. right. Well, there's always tomorrow. Yes. Right? <laughs> Oh Speaking of goat porn, uh, let's. Uh, I want a little. Um, I want a uh, report card on the latest uh, promo. Now you might. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You. Someone might have heard this on the last one. Uh, I think it comes out tomorrow. The last podcast the, mm-hmm. or the one scheduled. I think it comes out tomorrow. So you'll actually hear it in there. But um, Topher is going to uh, give me a little rating on the newest little uh, uh, promo bumper skit, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of like it. and uh, These things to keep ourselves entertained. And, you know, if you get entertained too, that's cool. But, you know, yeah. mostly we're just making ourselves laugh. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, at this point, pretty much. Yeah. All right, here we go. Hey this is the voice guy from your favorite podcast, Two Douchebags and a Microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma's been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Oh, fuzzy. It's supposed to be fizzy, but I think I accidentally put no in it. The most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. This is second promo. Two douchebags and a microphone. The number one show for people that lie about their favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I like those. Oh, I do too. So, report card to be an A on there? I give those an A. Okay, yes, good. Good. And uh, when we turn this to the voice guy, whenever I do this, I type it out and send it to him. I, I don't actually do it because I like his inflection because um, he'll do like four or five of them for me to approve. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I wondered how that happened. Yeah. And... He always knows how to do the inflection right. I don't want to put my spin on anything. I, get I want what you're him saying, to yeah. do it, yes, because mm-hmm. he's so much better at it. And this guy's done, um, you know what? I'll, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I have his resume in there, but there is like some 
major stuff this guy has done wow. and, and a lot of radio a lot of different shows and um, advertising for different products like it could have been Folgers I can't remember stuff like that you and know? it turns out we were his favorite yes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Unless he listens just to hear what he sounds like, and he's probably like, yeah. shit. So next time I'll send him one, he'll be like, nah, I don't think so. Yeah. We'll see if he raises the price on us. Yeah. You're like, that's all right. Big time me, motherfucker. Watch this. So um, I was wanting to go into a little A-Raj talk, because yeah. all this shit is just getting kind of insane. You know, you have that's a true. Hall of Fame quarterback that can still get it done. Yeah. Why isn't anyone biting? I it just I mean, it must the, be just the weirdness factor. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm making a little audio adjustment here. Don't don't uh, don't adjust your phone. Well, that floor right there, that tile's a little loose, if you notice, and we'll yeah. have to tell Rick about that because I'm trying to get the mic placed. We're we're breaking in a new laptop today too. Yeah, yeah. So the old laptop just couldn't keep up, kind of like yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, some of our. Pearls of wisdom were getting lost because of computer dropouts. So yeah, yeah, we yeah. have a, a, a yeah. The last one was particularly one. horrible because yeah. the show doesn't even sound the same on the last two because there's yeah. so much I had to cut out. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's a, that's a shame. Well, what basically what happens is whenever I cut it out, I have to cut it out to make sense. Right. So you you can't just so like some little pieces of brilliance, in my opinion, mm. are gone. Because it sliced right in the middle of it, and it's like, wait a minute, how'd they get to that from here? So yeah. it's kind of like, well, I have no choice but to take the whole section out. Yeah. So no yeah. more of that. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to endure this whole miserable show. <laughs> you don't get anything cut out for you. Really? Yeah. So um, anyhow, Aaron Rodgers, I think, pretty much shot himself in the foot with his fucking nuttiness. I think so too. Yeah. You know, all he it's had to do weird. was keep his mouth shut. He won a Super Bowl. You know, he uh, he's one of the best quarterbacks ever. He replaced one of the greatest quarterbacks ever mm-hmm. with success. All he had to do was keep his mouth shut and just run the course. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wonder if, like, the, the success of Tom Brady got to him. Mm-hmm. Where Tom Brady was doing it constantly, going to Super Bowl after Super Bowl. Now Mahomes is doing it. You think maybe he's, like, trying to just, like, I don't know stay more relevant and be more of the um the guy and that's where the comments came from you were talking about yeah a couple of podcasts ago when he said he declared himself the greatest player to ever wear a green bay jersey yeah and then he backed off of it a little bit and said oh well at least i'm in the conversation yeah, yeah. i don't even think he well top five is in the conversation but the top one i don't know no no there's too many other players I, brett Favre would take him yeah brett Favre would take him yeah uh, Bart Starr. Bart Starr might probably work. Reggie White. I mean, there's a lot of people yeah. that could automatically just take him mm. and be. So it's kind of foolish for him to say that, yeah. given the prestige. There was a, uh, a Green Bay receiver that was such a partier that when the Packers went to the first Super Bowl to play the Chiefs, he was so hungover, he was hiding up in the stands because he didn't want to face coach Lombardi no <laughs> and they found him and dragged him down and made him get dressed and made him play and he had a spectacular game oh <laughs> it, have you ever bad. seen uh, Lenny it, the cool could have got another uh, yeah. Super Bowl 
If you've ever seen that clip of the old retro-looking Green Bay guy who's running, reaching way behind him to grab a ball, and then continuing down the field. Oh, that guy. That's the guy, yeah. I, I, is Max somebody or Matt? I think it's Max somebody. i I, I, I got to look up his he's name. He's got that but. famous picture where he's got his arm around the guy's neck, grabbing the ball on the other side. I think so. Yes. It, it looks like a... Uh, um, a parody, almost. Yeah. Because it just doesn't look real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy. So. So he he's probably better than Aaron Rodgers. But. Yeah. So um, I think something that's really bugged Aaron Rodgers over the years is that he's gotten pretty much all the things he wanted, but he can't do it over again. And he really wanted to do all this in a big market. Then that's where he jo- he chose to pick on the Jets. Yeah, the Giants just signed uh, um, Jones, Adam Jones. Uh, yeah, Adam Pacman Jones yeah. to uh, um. <laughs> Adam guitar player for Tool Jones. Oh, the other Adam Jones. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Was was Adam? I can't remember. Maybe Adam was not Pacman Jones. Yeah, he was Adam too. He was okay. Yeah. Uh, and it's not Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is the new. Uh, guitarist, singer, guy that's like come out of nowhere that's uh, heavy metal. Oh, wow. Yeah, cool. yeah, I've played, I've, I've, I've played some of it for you. To oh, me, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he sounds kind of Steven Tyler-ish, but his guitar is insane. Mm. Um, let's see. Um, um, okay. Uh, so, yeah, Rogers has wanted to be in the Daniel big Jones is who I was Daniel talking. Jones. Yeah, yeah, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones just got that huge contract in New York, and they're mm-hmm. up there beefing him up. And you go to the New York Post or, or one of the New York newspapers online, and they're showing all these video footages of him fucking threading the needle. And, oh, Jones looks great. Oh, my God. And it's like, you guys know they overspent, and you're just fucking spinning it. Yeah, yeah. They've, yeah. they've got to they've gotta throw the glitter on it. Yeah, so. yeah. See. I was thinking another thing about Aaron Rodgers is something that might make him a little less attractive to teams merchandising is a huge deal Mm -hmm. Um, and the more Aaron Rodgers jerseys they sell the happier any team is and happier the NFL is Um, so teams are probably looking at him and saying "Mm, he could come here and he could probably help us win but no one's going to want to buy his jersey yeah and that that's a little factor but it is a factor you know, maybe that counts. You know, well, as an extra seven hundred and fifty grand a year, you're not making because you're not selling enough jerseys. I, I've got a question it makes for a difference. you. I've said this before, and I firmly believe this. Any team that thinks that this one person, they're this one person away mm-hmm. from going to the Super Bowl, will do whatever the hell it takes to get this guy. Yeah, they've shown right? that year after year, and that's how come Lamar Jackson's still sitting. Is because yeah. nobody views him as a difference maker. Yeah. How come? Aaron Rodgers is suddenly that guy too. Is it a mental thing? Do you think that all the stuff that he's done, cumulative over the last three, four years, nuttiness, this, that, wishy-washy, not a good teammate, I, 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 me, 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 do you think that that has tarnished his reputation so much to where people think, I don't want that guy on that team because he's a divider, he doesn't bring people together. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. I was comparing him mentally to Tom Brady, and 
the difficulties he brings. Like, he forced the team to reschedule a Germany game because it wasn't convenient for him. Yeah. But, um, he, but everybody's behind him, though. Right, that's the difference. Tom yeah. Brady you know, did some things to kind of screw up with the team, and he has some quirks and eccentricities, but Tom Brady's worth it. And you know Tom yeah. Brady's going to be worth it. With Aaron Rodgers, you don't know if he's going to be worth it. And I think I would worry that some point in the team, Aaron Rodgers will just mentally check out and say, you know what, I don't give a crap anymore. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady reminds me of, uh, you'll remember this, a lot of you people listening will not. Remember the magical, mystical Burger King? Remember, yeah. he went hopping around everywhere and all these people would follow him, loving him, uh-huh. throwing whoppers at people. Uh-huh. That's, uh, that's, uh, fucking, what's his name, Tom Brady. Uh-huh. He's like, hey, guys, free whoppers, yeah! He's fucking throwing them in the air, and people uh-huh. back behind him going, ah, thank you, Tom, <laughs> I got a whopper! Um, and, and, uh, Aaron Rodgers is kind of like the old man, like, get off my lawn, you <laughs> son of a bitch! He's trying to hand out Brussels sprouts on yeah, his stick. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Brussels. Hey, kale. <laughs> kale on He's his stick. He's handing out kale. Here, yeah. hand kale on his stick. Here. Same plan. Fuck just you, old man. Brady's fucking throwing out whoppers. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you remember him, the magical Mr. B- Mystical Burger King, and he'd be yep. throwing fucking food out to everybody. They'd be fucking following him. <laughs> the only thing is, it's funny because every one of the people who followed him were skinny. It's oh, like, wow. It's like, no, you ever been to Burger King? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was yeah. a good good ploy on their part to make them skinny. So oh, you yeah, the beautiful people followed the magic, yeah, magical, mystical go. Burger mm-hmm. King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I really do think, and it's unfortunate whenever you see, because I used to admire Aaron Rodgers. I used to really like him. He's a very yeah. intelligent guy. His, his, in my opinion, his mental illness is overtaking his intelligence, uh, yeah, if yeah. you will. Yeah, you can be smart and still be a whack job. Yeah. Truly. Yeah, and he is um. really smart. You hear the stuff that he's, you know, <laughs> some of the stuff that he's spoken about before, he's very well spoken, he's very well organized. Yeah. Um, he knows uh, He knows a lot about a lot of different things, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the one thing he doesn't seem to know about is humans. True. And he, he he reaches wrong conclusions, and then he totally misreads the situation and the people around him, mm-hmm. and just steps all over his own dick. Yes. And then he looks around like, what's wrong with you people? When really he's the one who's just done something he should be ashamed of, or at least, not if not ashamed, then at least recognize that it was the wrong thing to do at the time. And let's but say, he never does. He just blunders on. Let's say he goes back to Green Bay, right? Uh-huh. No no takers, and they're forced to nothing else, you know. They might cut him. I don't know. They could, depending on the cap hit. Yeah, I don't think they can. I think the cap hit's too deep if they yeah. cut him. They'd have like, uh, uh, <clears throat> I, I don't know, they'd be missing half their team because they couldn't pay him. Mm-hmm. So, um, what What player was it recently that, he was uh, out of favor with the head coach, and the coach decided to bench him. And not only that, but he banned him from the team facilities. So he couldn't oh, uh, come in and bitched everybody Raiders. and whine and complain. Was that Marcus Allen? Did he ban Marcus Allen from the team facilities? Yeah, that too. That too. Yeah. I was talking about, uh, what's his name up there, uh, the quarterback? Uh, Carr? Carr, Derek Carr. Yeah. 
Wasn't that the one that was like the? I think it's. I think it happens more than once. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, it's it might also other been than Derek Carr too. Matt Ryan and Indy last in Indy year. I think they Derek told Carr. him, "You're sitting because we can't afford to pick up your option, and we don't want you to get hurt before we trade you. So you're sitting and don't even bother coming." And they never did trade him. Yeah, the the new head coach just <laughs> started starting him again. <laughs> I know. That was Saturday, the old lineman. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, but but yeah, that would be a thing that Rodgers would do if you brought him back to Green Bay and you didn't make him the man. He'll sit on the bench and saw the legs out right right out from under you. Oh, he'd motherfuck Jordan Love every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, man. See how bad that's underthrown. <clears throat> yeah, look at that. he didn't look. He didn't recognize that defense. You know, I do better than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you don't want Aaron Rodgers sitting on the sideline yeah. as the backup. No, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that if there's no takers. Um, you you keep him on the team and ban him. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't let him in the facility. It's hard to imagine three years ago, four years ago, Green Bay ever being in this position. Isn't it weird how things change? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember what it, I mean, the Chiefs have always done well. They've been to the playoffs so many times. They're up there with anybody in Mm -hmm. playoff, uh, Playoff contentions, yeah, 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 being in the playoffs, all that, because it's seemingly like if they missed a couple of years without being in the playoffs, they'd be back. Yeah. You know, but the problem was, is they never could get to the promised land. Yeah. Or even the championship game, for that matter. <coughs> yeah. So it's it, usually one and done. Yeah. Now it seems like the tables have switched. Well, I mean, mainly because look, man, we got Mahomes. Yeah. So and they also built a team, that and they built a team, yeah. And Andy Reid, yeah. Andy Reid's a lot to do with that. So, um, so it's like this. Two ass bags and a box of Cheez-Its will be right back. Like Like stated stated before, if you believe anything we say or or think think of this podcast anything other than hyperbole, parody, and just just plain stupidness, stupidness, you're you're dumber dumber than us. us. And, and that's, that's hard, hard to beat. If a 10-pound bag of shit could talk, this is what it would sound like. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You are just like a cloud. It's a beautiful day when you disappear. It's hard to imagine that that happened to Green Bay because Green Bay was a perennial winner, mm-hmm. and they're always mentioned in the conversation for a Super Bowl. And they've got that the historic weight, you know. Of, yeah. Ooh, it's Green Bay, Title Town, you know. Is it, this their spiral? It could be. This could be where they they trade places with the Lions for a while, you know. Because the be. Lions are surprisingly pretty decent. I mean, sooner or later, look at it like this. Teams run out of answers. Yeah. It happened in San Fran. They had a string of yeah. Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. True, true. And then one day it ended. Yeah. And, and yeah. ever since then, they've been a quarterback away from going to the Super Bowl. And they just uh-huh. never done. I mean, there are some really lean years in there. Don't get me wrong. But, I mm-hmm. mean, the last five years, if they'd had the guy, I mean, they probably would have had a Super Bowl or two. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, every time you change personnel on the field, in the front office, scouting department, everything, it's like you're making a photocopy of a photocopy. Mm -hmm. And you do that often enough, and pretty soon you can't tell what it is you're looking at. And that's kind of what's, yeah. Yeah, it's just watering everything down. Yeah, it is. So there are no... No dynasties lasts more than the ten years or so. Yeah. Not really. Yeah, not really. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I'm not happy about it because of this. I mean, I've always... Green Bay has always been a historic organization. Mm-hmm. And always enjoyed seeing them doing well. Yeah. And so many great players have come from that organization. And diehard fans... I mean, the fans are out there like 30 below just screaming their ass off. I mean, you yeah. know, you can't help but love it. It's a small, a populated area that gets support from the whole state. Yeah. And they do very well. And it's one of those, com- it's, it's the only team that's community owned. Yeah. <clears throat> so I couldn't help but root for them, but it looks to me like they're going down a dangerous path now that I don't think there's any way of getting out because uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think, number one, I think Aaron Rodgers took too much exception to him drafting his replacement in quotations. Yeah. Because I think when you start getting up in the mid-30s, you have to start talking about injuries. True. And other things, True. too. And you also have to start talking about someone behind you learning the ropes, whether they do it or not. Yeah, and that's that's the measure of uh, of his professionalism if you, or sportsmanship, if you want to call it that he's willing to do extra to make sure that the team is okay after he leaves. Like I'd mentioned many times before, Alex Smith. Yeah. Look at his his mm-hmm. um, legacy is that of admiration in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. He, the, he didn't have to do any of that stuff he did to help out Patrick Mahomes, but he did it because, you know, he felt that was what a decent person would do. Yeah. Um, and it... And also, the other thing is this right here. Uh, he, um, because of that, he has the adornment and the love of an entire city forever. He does. And he could come back here anytime. And people would be like, hey, Alex, love you, man. Yeah, yeah. If somebody spotted him out at a restaurant, you know, half a dozen people would offer to pay for his meal. Yes. What, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay right now? Me. No. They'd probably tell him to go back to his darkness retreat. Yeah. Tell him to go back to his cave and eat his fucking... His little hobbit hole yeah, in the ground. Yeah, his hobbit hole in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, I just wanted to talk to you about that and see what you thought. There's no script or nothing on this. I yeah. just wanted to get your whole idea on this because it's sad to me. Yeah. That this whole thing went down and happened. <clears throat> yeah, I think there's some miscalculations on the part of... Uh, Rogers and his uh, management team. Yeah, and and I'm not even sure if his management team had that much to do with this. I'd like to think that a management team would be like, dude, it, yeah, that's it, not a good idea. And it may be this is all they could keep him from. You know, it's like this is as much damage as we can. You know, keep him from doing. How am I? I'm trying to explain it out. They're doing damage control on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no, I got it. I and know his what management you're is like, yeah. you know, he he did a lot of damage, but it was going to be worse if we weren't here to keep a lid on him. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got the okay. way you're coming in on it. I think most people did. <laughs> it was a long you know, drive. But we like, had to drive here this time. It was a long drive. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and the whole thing was, is was that whole mix up with Delta? Yeah, 
and look, he's switching flights. Um, <clears throat> he's like us, no longer happy with Southwest. Mm-hmm. So he's not putting on, us on Southwest anymore. But then when he went to Delta, that overbooking deal and all that, wasn't exactly Delta's fault and it wasn't exactly his fault, but we ended up having to drive here. Yeah, yeah, it just wound up being <coughs> easier. To, it's like, so let's go ahead and drive so you don't have to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyhow, the weather is kind of questionable around here tonight. Mm. So, yeah. We'll see if the skies break open or not. Yeah. yeah. So, anyhow. Um, all right. And, no, I'm pretty happy with that. You got anything more you want to add to that? or? No, I think I'm cool. All right. Well, you know, in true douchebag fashion, mm-hmm. I have another things to whisper in people's ears randomly. <laughs> this is good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, the whole concept of this is pretty simple. Someone's walking down the road, looking around, admiring the daisies, you know, whistling mm-hmm. and all that stuff. You walk up to them and you whisper something in their ear. <laughs> so, the stuff that you whisper in your ear could be, have a nice day, or it could be something that totally mind fucks them. Yeah. Well, since this is two douchebags and a microphone. It's going to be something kind of weird. Like, uh, yeah, it's going to be weird and mind fucking. <laughs> yeah. We could so. run up and whisper what it, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow said after her ski crash trial. What she went that? up to the other guy and said, I wish you well in life. And people are saying, okay, that's got to be like the worst curse that, that, that an anorexic white woman can get. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, there's tons of memes yeah. already showing her <laughs> leaning I over the sky and whispering, I wish you well in life, and then breezing off. <laughs> she is such a real weirdo. <laughs> that would be the kind I'd overreact on it. Yeah. Now, come on. <laughs> Hold on. Everybody, stop. Gwyneth, you come back here. You come back here. No, 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 no. No, you, you come back here. You look me in the eye and you say that. You look me in the eye and you say that. And just the fact that he was sitting down and she swooped over, I know. leaned over his shoulder and, and said it in his ear and then swooped out like a, a an albino witch. <laughs> albino witch. <laughs> <laughs> Those Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. I can she see was her little the tiny time. fist yeah. out, out, out in front of the courtroom. Yeah. I got him good. Yeah. She'll probably still give him twenty five percent off all Goop products. Yeah, probably. <laughs> goop. Oh, we got a helicopter coming overhead. Is that like. what that is? Because it's back of me. I can't see. Yeah, I think it's a helicopter. Yeah, and there is a gecko in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Anyhow. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, the number one, uh, well, there is no number ones on here. There's just shit that you say. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, it's in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, like, what's in the trunk? <laughs> yeah, could be anything. Depends on how you feel sometimes, right? could be a body. It could be money. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, could, could be the be. pizza you ordered. Yeah. I'm going to go with the pizza I ordered. Yeah. That sounds the best. That sounds more fun. Or money. Yeah. Or because with money, you could order the pizza. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. This one you'll get. I don't know if a lot of other people will. Yeah. One, two, three lockbox. <laughs> yes. That took a little thinking there. It's like, will that work or will that not work? I like that one. I do too. <laughs> Um, I was pretty happy with that. I'm like, yeah. that's good. That's good. The Red Rocker. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Man, there was like that. Wasn't a, did that come out in the, in the summertime? It was like that everywhere. Yeah. For like for months, it was everywhere. A little bit later on, if we have time, I want to look up. Sammy Hagar was in an article uh, that I read online. 
And mm-hmm. he said before he joined Van Halen, he got like four or five offers from other big groups. Wow. Wanted him to join. Nice. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty interesting. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, why not be very sought out? Great vo- vocalist, guitarist, too. Good entertainer. Yeah. yeah. You can write. The funny thing is, is when he went to Van Halen, people were like, <clears throat> there's no room for another guitar. He did just fine. He did. Yeah. I mean, you know, he did what he did. Eddie does what he does, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he didn't try to make himself better. But after Van Halen was over with, that that part of Van Halen when he left, mm-hmm. he was a better guitarist. Oh, he yeah. could hear it. Yeah. I mean, and, and that goes around hanging around with greatness. Yeah. You know. And he was no slouch in Montrose. No, he was always he was been good. a good guitarist. Yeah. Always enjoyed his riffs, mm-hmm. and I think that might have been one of the allures besides his voice. Yeah, bringing him to Van Halen is because those catchy riffs. You know, you yeah, have Eddie Van Halen doing what he does, and then you uh-huh. got a guy with catchy riffs. So that's a good combo. Yeah, it worked out very well. Yeah. So next one, Ginger or Marianne? <laughs> I'm Marianne Camp all the way. Always yeah. have been, and everybody yeah. pretty much I know is a Marianne yeah. fan. Yeah. I think Raquel Welch was uh, cat audition was uh, auditioned for the role of Marianne. She well, I I liked uh, um, fuck what was her name now? Donna Don Wells. Don Wells, yeah. yeah. She was perfect for it, but Raquel Welch would have worked too, probably. Yeah, yeah. And originally the part of uh, Marianne. She wasn't a, a Kansas farm girl. She was supposed to be like a uh, executive's secretary. Really? Yeah. Like, so they changed it because of the way Don Wells. I don't know. They probably just changed it and then started looking for the girl next door look, which she had in buckets. Well, it, yeah, it worked out well. It worked yeah. out very well. But I think they're originally planning for Marianne to be this, you know, button-down, uptight woman. Who you know couldn't handle all the disorganized, but then they started thinking, why the hell is she on a Hawaiian cruise? You yeah, know, it makes more sense for yeah. this Kansas farm girl also, who always wanted to go. Have the right you know. to give her that midriff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was the other thing. Increase the sex appeal. Yes. Yeah. So that was even probably, though she was supposed to be the non-sexy one. Yeah. She was the sexy one. Oh, way more. Yeah. Ginger was a slut. Yeah, yeah, let's face just, it. Yeah. yeah, she slept with every Ginger casting took words director. on the face everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Here's Ginger. I, you know, if the castaways ever did get rescued, Ginger would have wound up in porn. Yes, yeah, she would have. You know, she would have yeah. wound up in porn. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> hey, I'm Marianne all the way. Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, next one. <clears throat> Make it happen. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Can you imagine one. that? What? what? What am I supposed to? Shit! Wait! What? What if it? What if it doesn't happen? What? That would be yeah. You're like, I hope he doesn't come back when it doesn't happen. Yeah, because I don't know what the fuck it is. It's supposed to happen. That one, yeah. That was like, oh shit, man, my life's over. I'm gonna go get my will intact. That way, my loved ones can live. <laughs> you run up and say. Okay, I'll take all of them, but you got to give them to me right now. <laughs> That's just like if you like fucking you're rolling down down the window and someone you don't do it anymore because you get shot. Yeah. But seeing someone in a corner, just some guy by himself, go there he is. That's him. 
<laughs> that's fucked. Yeah. Nowadays you get shot, but back in the yeah. day, man, we made many people fucking run and scream, I'll bet. yeah, cry. <laughs> that goat's a liar. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the goat. Sheep. I know. I'm on this goat thing because of the Hon- new promo. Honest officer, my sheep is sick, and I'm just pushing it to town. Yeah. <laughs> the sheep's are liars. What was that old joke? Someone said, "Yeah, and your sheep." Uh, it's a long joke, and anyhow, in the end, he's talking about how your sheep can talk, and the guy looks around and goes, "The sheep are liars." Yeah. Uh, you remember that one? It's vaguely, yeah. Yeah, it's a long ass joke, and it goes nowhere with anything else except the very end where he's in. Yeah. And and your sheep's can also talk, and he goes, "The sheep's are all liars," and it's like, ha. It's like a shaggy dog story where it's a long rambling joke that goes yes. nowhere, full of meaningless details and then the payoff just isn't really worth it that that's what that was yeah i, I forgot I know what those. they call that joke it's a certain type of joke i know it is a shaggy dog story okay there's that's another name it. for it yeah. too um shit i'll never get you know what we might as well move on i'll never guess it yeah it's called uh, not an elitist joke or so, oh well well anyway. there's the practical joke where you you know yeah. hurt somebody yeah um, um Oh well, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. uh, the, it's it's like, uh, um, oh well, fuck it. Okay. okay, moving on. Next one. The eagle hunts at dusk. <laughs> it's like, is that code for something? It must be. I got to deliver someone some cocaine. I got to I got to mule some fucking H across the border. What the fuck? Man, I don't know about this. What would be? How worse? come I got to mule it? What would be worse right now, being mistaken for a drug mule or being mistaken for uh, a spy? Oh. Hmm. Both will get you killed pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, both. <laughs> yeah. I think they're about even up right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a funny way of looking at it, actually. Uh, they're yeah. both about even right now. It's like, well, yeah. we're going to end up the same either way. Mm. So, uh, Let's see. Next one. Stay tuned. <laughs> just, just stay tuned. Just stay That's tuned. That's pretty good. I like that. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll be right here. Come back. Let me know. <laughs> so. How about you could run up to somebody acting like you're holding something and you say, quick, hold out your hand. And just walk off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you see if they do it. <laughs> you're like, hold out your hand and you've got your hands cupped. That would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really funny. We're like, ah. <laughs> uh, next one. You could go. Uh, yeah, that would be funny. Because you know there's a certain amount of people just stand there waiting. Uh-huh. Waiting for a punchline or something. And like after five minutes, like, I don't think they're coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So, anyhow. Next one. Bring him to me now. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one where you can convince the person that you want something from them. And yeah. Like, huh? What does he want? I was in a weird mood when I wrote all these. Yeah. Be, be, because I've been having some back issues. I'm on steroids and I can't sleep very well. Mm. So then um, uh, instead of getting agitated on steroids, I get like weird headed. And I just think weird thoughts, and I try to capitalize on them. Well, yeah, why not? Yeah, it's like, yeah, why I'll write out some of this weird shit here. <laughs> uh, next one. Chainsaws for children. <laughs> really? Hey, you make little sounds. That would be a good band name. 
It would be. Yeah. Chainsaws for children. All right. Any of you metalheads out there, start a band and call it Chainsaws for yeah, Children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you want to announce them? Okay, here I am. Okay, hey, this is Mark from KFuck. Uh, anyhow, uh, we got a new band coming up, so right here is uh, Christopher. He's going to announce a new band coming straight up. All right, bang your heads together for Chainsaws for Children! Fuck yeah, guys! Let's fucking get it! <laughs> Next one. Boo! That's it, just boo. Just boo. Yeah. <laughs> And by that time, that that's just like so stupid. People aren't going to stay there. They're just going to go, okay, and <laughs> walk off. And you're going to stand there and go, yeah, it's worth a try. <laughs> that's it. Um, this next one I really love. Yeah. I have a fatty liver. <laughs> <laughs> you better go to the doctor. That's not good. That can lead to bad things. <laughs> Your liver needs to go on Golo. Yeah, Golo. <laughs> Golo for livers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this next one's good, too, because it'll fuck with somebody. Mm-hmm. Uber is hiring. <laughs> That's random. Yeah, it is. Aren't they always? Yeah. Kind of all the time, yeah. But they're still hiring, mm-hmm. like I said. Yeah. Doesn't matter if they're always hiring. Yeah. What I said was correct. They're hiring. <laughs> so, next one. Ring around the rosy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, good. That probably means something in porn. You know, he probably. put a ring around my rosy. Probably. <laughs> hey, is that our scones? Is that our scones? Uh. Hey. I ordered the bran muffin. Okay, that was my scone, maybe. Yeah, well. You know we never get we served never here. We never get served here. They don't want to be on air, <laughs> never gets, fuckers. Yeah. we got to take know, a break you know, and go get our own stuff. Us. You know, Rick's probably behind it. Yeah, I think he, he, he told him just yeah, mess with us. Take our order Because the first time we bitch, he said, just disappear. Yeah. And then we get it as soon as we get off air, they'll bring us everything. Uh-huh. Oh, here's your scones and your coffee. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. So if you hear some clip and him and I just went up to the counter and got him. Yes. Fuckers. Where is Rick anyhow? I saw him earlier. Yeah. He's he was cleaning out the walk in. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. No. I'll go lock him in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh next one. Headbutt. Oh. I think I would dodge. Anyway. Run. Ah! <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get headbutt. No thanks! No thanks! <laughs> this next one I love. How are the training pants working? <laughs> That's where I turn around and like grab by the hand and go really well. Yeah. <laughs> They're afraid you're gonna like put your hand down there and go see, <laughs> but you don't. Really well. That's something Robbie Rad would. You know, he'd probably like wear yeah. training pants and wet them, and then take your hand and put them down there. <laughs> He still wants younger men, not not too young men. No, legal age. Yeah, legal age, like maybe 25 to uh, maybe 37. Mm-hmm. He wants nudes in his inbox. Yeah. So make sure and make that happen, okay? Gorillas, orangutans. Yeah, yeah. Know, zebras, yeah, all those, welcome. Those red-ass apes. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those two. Sloth. Sloths, yeah. Naked sloths. Yeah. 
You can even draw penises and just like send it to him. He, he's great. He's game. He doesn't care. So anyhow, uh, next one. One pill, hard penis. <laughs> I'm sure that's a slogan for somebody's knockoff Viagra. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is Brooke from fucking I don't know. <laughs> I'm the one pill, one hard penis guy. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, next one. This is my favorite. <clears throat> four and a one original member should be called four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Foreigner. They, they take out the rest of them. Just go. We're four. Yeah. We're not exactly foreigner. No. We only have one. Or, well, and actually, Mick Jones doesn't play half of them anyhow. Yeah, that's true. He takes time off. Yeah, so. we we're foreigner cover band, so our name is Four. I remember uh, Steppenwolf, at one point, the only original member was John Kay. Yeah, but then he left, too, well, or he, he died. Well, at the time I'm talking about, he was touring as John Kay and Steppenwolf. Yes. And I thought, well, that's not Steppenwolf. John Kay is Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. He's the only so it should have been Steppenwolf with, and then whoever the rest of them. But he wanted his name was separate. Was it a legal thing? And now he just wanted his name separate. He wanted top billing. John is like, you know. Oh. George Thorogood and the Destroyers. Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble. When did they drop the Delaware Destroyers? Uh, it's probably right. I think it was after the second, first or second album. Was it? Yeah. And then they're just the Destroyers. Yeah. And I think to this day they're still the Destroyers, aren't they? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. And the last one. This is my favorite. Strippers with tassels are liars. <laughs> Think about it. They are. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags in a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. Two douchebags in a microphone, raw and uncensored. See behind the smoke show. Watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees. Enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out. Watch Mark revisit Clinton, Missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations. Act now and get both high quality DVD sets and a free douchebag calendar. Mark off the day with a douchebag looking at you. Supplies are limited, so act now. Two monkey fuckers and a toaster will be right back. Espresso's that uh, this is the new espresso line nice. that you can make yeah. at home, and uh, this is the exact same stuff. If you make it like the uh, instructions on the side of it, this is what you'll get. And I'll tell you what, this is a damn good espresso. Have you had one of them? Yeah, I did. It's very good. Very so. good, yeah. Hmm. I've got my scone. What did You didn't get a scone this time. What you got? I got a bran muffin. Oh, okay. How are the muffins? I've never had one here. It's really good, really light. Okay. Yeah. Normally, <clears throat> normally you think it's a bran muffin is, you know, heavy and dense, but it's real oh, tasty. That's good. Yeah. Well, all right. I'll try that one next. Yeah. I, I like the ones at the City Market Coffee Roasters. Their muffins. Yeah. I've had theirs before, and they're really good. But. Yeah. But, you know, I think the bran muffin's about the only one he's got that doesn't have dairy in it, so. Oh, oh, that's why. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> okay. All right, that's cool. 
Well, the scones kind of get you. I know that the last time you had a scone, you kind of yeah, was... scuttled off to the bathroom a couple of times there real quick. So <laughs> it was icky. Well, we were talking earlier about uh, what were you saying? Pepsi is kind of changing their brand logo a little bit. Yeah, well, um, it started last week with my RC. Uh, uh, you know, I was talking about how they uh, got Penn State and how they went back to mm -hmm. their nostalgic '70s, '80s most yeah. their their most famous logo. Yeah. The nostalgic one. Yeah. And I bought it. I've forgotten about because it it, the distribution's been horrible. You can hardly find it except at major retail grocers. And then, like, if you have 30 packs of uh, Pepsi and 30 packs of Coke on one side, you'll have, like, one or two RCs in the middle. Yeah. You just barely get it. They if don't you get much shelf space. Yeah. yeah, they don't have our latest shelf space. Yeah. When they switched back to their retro, it automatically made me want to buy it. Yeah, yeah. Even though, like, I, I never bought it regularly, hardly at all, and just because I could never find it. it mm -hmm. I could not develop enough of a, uh, a pattern... Or a uh, um, uh, what would you say? A, a custom. A, a custom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you get used to. Oh, I'll go get my fountain Pepsi from uh, I don't know Costco or something, right? Yeah. It's like it, it has its own. Every different fountain that they make has a slightly different taste and all that. Mm -hmm. So you don't have that continuity when you can't find it anywhere. Yeah. So after this nostalgic thing that they did, it made me actively seek out RC Cola, mm -hmm. you know, because I just thought it was cool. They brought back the old logo and just got in the habit of finding it and drinking it. Then they, yeah. get, they get hired by Penn State. So now you're talking about the new Pepsi logo. So Yeah, it's, it's kind of the... It, it got me thinking how advertising changes... Um, they change logos or designs, or sometimes they'll they'll get a new gimmick like Jake from State Farm. You know, uh -huh. it didn't used to be that way, but all no. of a sudden there's Jake from State Farm, and he's their new darling. And well, he started out as a white guy in like some office, yeah, late at night, mm -hmm. and some other guy is on the phone to him late at night, and the wife's mm -hmm. like, "Well, what are you wearing, Jake from State Farm, and all that stuff?" And he, he went from that and evolved into the guy he is today, where yeah, yeah, there was that original run of commercials where everybody was white. Yeah. And then they rebooted it for a Super Bowl to where they had the original people calling in, but suddenly Jake is a black guy. Yes. And he turns to the other person in the call center and says, do they sometimes ask what you're wearing? And the guy's like, yeah. They yeah, do. yeah. So that's how they introduced the new Jake from State Farm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's an example. Originally, Jake from State Farm was, a, was an older white guy. Yeah. Now yeah. Jake from State Farm is a young, muscular black guy. And he's all over the place. Yeah. yeah. And um, there was a commercial a long time ago about a little kid who didn't want to eat his certain food. Mm -hmm. And he had his imaginary friend sitting next to him named Maynard. And uh, his dad was saying, you know, you want you, you should eat your whatever food. And he said, you know, as well, I'm, you know, Maynard's going to have it or Maynard's going to eat it. So then <clears throat> the kid, the dad got the kid to eat the food by the dad talking to the imaginary friend as if he was there. Uh -huh. So Maynard was the imaginary friend. Okay. When that became a co successful commercial, yeah. they did a second one, but suddenly Maynard was uh -huh. the little boy. Okay. And oh, wow. he was like 
he had a pet bear or yeah. he had it, it, they just like totally changed it um another one is the 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 Gecko for Geico commercial, uh, Insurance. Okay, but what, what was Maynard for? Well, originally, Maynard was the invisible friend that the kid was saying, you know, oh, he's, he, he's I don't have to eat it because Maynard is going to eat it or Maynard doesn't want it. Or uh, what whatever. was the commercial for? It was like a breakfast cereal. It was for Life. Life cereal, I think, right? Well, that was, Life had Mikey. And then Mikey. Yeah. Oh, so maybe I'm getting them both tangled. I'm sorry. Right, this was this was their version of Mikey. It was a different oh, cereal what it was. commercial. That's yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. And, and that's another one when uh, the original Mikey was a little boy who uh, um, didn't want to eat the cereal, and then was event, and then his older brother. No, the older brother didn't want to eat it, and they conned the little brother, Mikey, into eating the cereal. Yeah, Mikey hates everything. He yeah. won't eat it. The next and then thing he turns out he it. likes it, and yeah. then everyone eats it. Then everybody's like, Mikey yeah. likes it. Okay. And then when they rebooted it, Mikey was a little blonde girl. Yes. That was Yeah, it. yep, yeah. yep. Okay. I'm getting the commercials mixed up. Yeah. Because I thought the Life cereal commercial started out with Maynard and evolved into Mikey. No, it was Maynard was to compete with Mikey. Since Mikey worked... For the other company, okay. another cereal company tried to copy it with Maynard the Invisible. Do you friend. happen to remember who Maynard worked for? No, I just. I Let didn't me see even if bother. I can figure this out. Let me see if I can unravel it here. Okay, so studies have indicated to us, Malto Mill had Maynard the Invisible Friend. Yes, okay. and then that was to combat Mikey, who didn't like anything. Yeah, but and that was Life cereal. Life cereal. Yes. So. Wow, I think we got crop dusted by the people oh, in the booth no. behind us. That stinks like. This believe. is the third time in this damn fucking... Yeah. I, I, I love the filthy bean, but someone has some very bad yeah. gastrointestinal issues around here somewhere. Man, if, if you've ever driven through an area that has a paper mill, you know how awful that stinks. That's it's about like this. A paper <laughs> smell, mill, yeah. Yeah, it smells like somebody who's had or a, a, chicken a house. paper mill chicken and house? a chicken house and smoking kale all at the same oh, time. Kale. Yeah. Oh, kale. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, look, the chicken house and the paper mill, yeah, but kale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see what other change. Oh, the gecko for Geico. Uh huh. Originally, the commercial was the phone would ring, and the gecko would answer, and he was voiced by Kelsey Grammer, who did Frasier, very distinguished, well-spoken, and he would be explaining, "No, I'm not Geico Insurance. I'm a gecko. You dialed the wrong number." You want Geico, which is the insurance company, and blah, blah, blah. And then he'd hang up, and he'd go back to what he was doing. And the little animated Gecko got so popular, they decided, okay, he's no longer the wrong number. Now he's our spokesman, and he has an Australian accent for some reason. <laughs> I remember all those, too, when you said that. I remember all those. <laughs> yeah, so... And then let's see, flow from progressive. Mm-hmm. It seems like we're talking about insurance ads a lot. That's well, most, a lot of more. And it's a lot of what I get. You know, those are the ads that are targeted to me. Um, flow, flow from progressive was initially she was all by herself, and her thing was people would just be talking about her about insurance, and she would just suddenly show up inappropriately and yeah. be creepy. And they're like, ew, what are you doing here? And she'd be creepy and weird and talk about insurance. Uh Uh-huh. But now she's this lovable, you know, cuddly figure that you 
love to have babysit your kids, and she's got a whole troop with her, and mm-hmm. yeah, so. You know, the only insurance com- the only insurance one that didn't do it, that would start off as a spoof and is staying a spoof, is Emu, Le- uh, Lemu, Liberty e- Mutual, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lemu, Emu, and Doug. Yeah. They started out as a spoof, and they still are. The initial Doug commercials was he and the emu would run around to make sure you had insurance, and specifically if you had Liberty Mutual insurance. Yeah. And if you did, then he ran off and went on to the next thing. Yes. Then he turned into, he was getting a key from the city for all his work, and then they just turned him into an idiot. Yeah, and he now, always, now know, he goes through car washes telling you how good uh, yeah. Liberty Mutual is. So now he's become the useless, useless white guy. Yeah. You know, we talked about the useless dad trope. Oh, yeah, well, that's the newest progressive one. Yeah. TV dad. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's turning into useless dad because everything he says, the the young person looks and rolls their eyes about. Yeah. So now he's become the butt of the joke Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, the the favorite. But TV dad illustrates to Mm -hmm. me is kind of funny because it illustrates to me like everything's okay if, like, this lovely figure on TV says it. Yeah. Yeah, like TV and it, dad. I think it's funny that they really dressed him up to look like um, Huxtable, Bill Huxtable from the Bill Cosby oh, yeah, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and considering what a, what a monster Bill Cosby is, yeah. why would they bring up the Huxtable dad? Oh, bad choice, but apparently it's going over fine, so I guess what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> but for me, it's creepy. Because I think it's Me like, too. oh, there's the Huxtable guy who drugs women no, that's and way always... rapes them in their sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I would agree with that, and I feel the same way about it. I've never liked it, but I don't I don't know. Yeah. I'll respond well to these commercials that, like, say very little and just got the ha-ha factor anyhow. Mm-hmm. doesn't say what they're really about. Just like, oh, here's a... Here's TV Dad, or here's Doug, or here's, you know. Yeah, there is a whole class of commercials where the commercial doesn't tell you a single thing about the product. In fact, a lot of times you don't even see the product. The commercial is just supposed to make you feel a certain way, well, just and like then they general, hit you with we, the logo at the end, we, and that cements it in your mind. Oh, I feel nice about them, and there's their logo, and I'm just going to love them now. We talked about the general having to retract. Mm-hmm. And say they're a quality insurance company mm-hmm. because they were such a parody of themselves. Yeah, that they were taken as a ha ha ha, mm-hmm. and then it became everyone going, oh, uh, oh, he's got the general. See someone driving by in an old pinto, you go, oh, he's got the general. Don't yeah. hit him. Yeah, you know. Uh, and then they got Shaq to do their commercials to yeah. try to lend an air of of. Normalcy, but they were still but, doing the ha ha. But yeah, it's they're still it's Shaq acting like a like an, a total idiot. Yeah. So then they had to come back so and go. Oh no no no! Remember when we threw you out in the in the desert because you said that uh, the insurance company, you know, the general was, you know, a mm-hmm. quality insurance company. Well, we found out we're wrong. So you can come back to society. Uh huh. And to me, it was like. Yeah, right back to being stupid again. Yeah. The commercial saying, we're not just a stupid commercial, we're an actual real insurance company. And they but we're going to show you a stupid commercial. Right. They try to convince me that they're serious by showing me a stupid commercial. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> time. <laughs> time. Yeah. You don't get to do that. It, yeah. Yeah. So, 
what I what I get take from that is they never intended to be taken seriously. It was just lip service. Yes. You know, oh look, they want to be taken seriously. Now I feel better about them. Well, to me, it's yeah, like they're disguising no. what they're really doing. Yeah. They don't ever tell you that much about how great they are, but it's like always a catchphrase or something. Mm-hmm. You can bet that there's like there's nothing they're doing that's really that great. You know, it's funny. The insurance ads never tell you about how great their coverage is, or or how they can help you save money or not have your rates go up or anything. No, it's just all feel good. Mm-hmm. It's all feel good. Yep. Mm. Yeah. And they know what works. Yeah. No, I, if any other way worked, they'd do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, the thing. Is like, yeah. They're doing it for a reason. Yep. Yep. <laughs> do you have any more instances or do you want to go on to that subject that we spoke about a little bit ago? Yeah. I think I ran my course on that. All right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I mean, it is what it is on those commercials. Everybody knows. Yeah. Okay, so earlier you were talking about Ace Freely. Yeah. Uh, Paul Stanley uh, running his mouth on some <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, there have been some music festivals recently, and Ace Freely has not even been contacted about playing with them. They just you know, don't even give them an opportunity. Well, I like the way um, they spun it. I mean, I don't like it, but... They made it sound like everybody's invited uh-huh. because they said, "Well, our last shows are going to be Madison Square Garden, where we began, and everybody's invited to come by and play. Anybody from Bruce Kulick to uh, to uh, um, um, let's see, Mark St. John and uh, um, and the drummer uh, Eric Carr are mm. pe- you know they passed away, so mm-hmm. they can't come. But any living one, including uh, um, what's his name." Uh, Tommy Thayer, Eric Singer. Yeah, uh, Vinnie Vincent, um, Ace Frehley, Peter Chris. All of them are invited to come in and play. But they're not talking about payment. They're not talking about scheduled. They're just trying to get this fervor where people are like, you know, Ace could drop by. He lives Uh in New York. Or Uh Peter Chris could drop by because he lives in New York. But probably they won't because they hate them. Yeah. I hate Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. <laughs> but the way they describe it is, oh, we're just going to be having a good goodbye party, and they're invited to come. Yeah. Well, if I was Ace, I'd come up there, I'd get on stage and go, these guys are dirty motherfuckers, and here's why. Yeah, they made sure to do it in a completely self-serving way. Exactly. That's what I'm saying is, they tried to act like, oh, they can come by. Yeah, mm-hmm. we love them. Yeah. Bullshit. Well, recently, uh, Paul Stanley was on a show talking about um, some of the dates coming up and who who's going to be, you know, playing in the band and on stage. And he didn't specifically, um, well, he was talking about, they were talking about Ace Frehley and whether he'd be playing and some of the others. And uh, Paul Stanley basically said that if they had Ace Frehley playing then they couldn't perform as Kiss, they'd have to perform as Piss, because it would sound so bad. Yeah, I, 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 you see... <laughs> totally I uncalled for. When you see Paul Stanley's Instagram and talking about how beautiful life is, he's out on his bicycle mm-hmm. with his wife or his kids or his grandkids or whatever, and then he goes around and does stuff like that, it's like, which are you? Well, are you a bitter old man, or are you this happy guy that you pose on Instagram? No, well, he's the bitter old man, because the happy guy you see on Instagram 
is a PR firm who is going out and posing these shots, you scripting know these shots for them. They're 100%, saying, and here's what you're going to say. And Paul Stanley's like, okay, hey, did you get my gram up with my bike? Yeah, yeah, we got it up two hours ago. Okay, I'll go look at it, see what it says. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they're posting for him, and they're making shit up. You yeah. Know, he goes and takes a picture of himself on a bicycle in front of a blue screen, and then they Photoshop the rest. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, every now and then they drop some stuff, you know, supposedly from him, and it's all happy and glowing and upbeat. And, so he's know. a bitter old man. Yeah, and he's paying somebody to polish his image. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what a lot of the social media posts of these people, they have very little control or oversight for what's being posted. Well, they don't want it either. Yeah, they're paying somebody else to handle that they're, mess for they're them. They're going to say, I, you know, here's what I want. I want 700,000 followers. Can you get me that? <clears throat> Easily. Yeah. And, and they do it, it yeah. yeah. So, so to think that, you know, Paul Stanley is really doing these things and just taking spontaneous <laughs> pictures and posting them because that's really how he feels... I mean, you got to be a nine-year-old. He's not sitting there on his smartphone. You got to well, be a nine-year-old fanboy to think that it's real. Yeah, and genuine, he all of a sudden stops on the toll bridge, and he's like, "Oh, hang on, before I go through here." Uh huh. Oh, where's my Instagram? Okay, there I am. Let's see what should I say. Hey, everybody, great day. Love you guys. See you soon, <laughs> Paul. And then he gets back in the taxi and goes somewhere else while somebody yeah, else yeah. cleans up the set, takes his bicycle back home. <laughs> You know, it's like the home improvement shows where the, the hosts only show up to drive a few nails for the cameras and they go away. Yeah. And the real workers do the real work. Yeah, know? yeah, where you see them swinging that big fucking uh, uh, sledgehammer that uh-huh. they, you know they couldn't lift anyhow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You get one or two perfect shots of that and then they're done. It reminds me of all the executives and councilmen and everything yeah. where they're getting ready to dig for the first, for uh-huh. the new building erection. And there they are with like fucking basically plastic shovels, and there's not a piece of dirt on any of them, and yes. they're all wearing their hard hats. Like, get the fuck out of here! That is so stupid and fake. Why do we even bother to do it? Everybody anymore? views it the same way. Yeah, you guys are liars. Yeah, like stripples. They have a backhoe sitting right there that churned up the dirt so they mm-hmm. can pretend that they're breaking ground when yeah. they really aren't. Yeah. It, uh, but anyhow, okay, so. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, so anyway, so he, he said piss instead of kiss because of Ace Frehley. Um, and so Ace was on a, um, a radio show shortly thereafter. I think it was Howard Stern. And he said, uh, I heard what, it, what Paul Stanley said. And Paul, you've got seven days to apologize to me. A written apology. A very public and written apology. Uh, or a lot of the things I know about you and Gene that I haven't talked about in the past, I'm going to start talking about. Because I know a lot of dirt, and you know I haven't talked about it because I'm just not like that. But he's expecting an apology, and if he doesn't get one, he's going Daniel Snyder on so their ass. So was, was this Howard Stern, too? Because Howard Stern had Kiss on there. One of them uh, was Howard Stern. I can't remember okay. which is which. You know, uh, okay. I don't worry about so much of the details because I kind of want people to go look it up if, themselves. <laughs> I wonder if here's the way I kind of see it going on. Uh-huh. Kiss was Gene, Gene and Paul was with Howard Stern, and Ace was with Eddie Trunk. That's right. That's right. Yeah. He said he would go back on Eddie Trunk's program and tell yeah. all the stories see, that he wasn't. The original, tell. the other two hate him. They hate Eddie Trunk. Mm-hmm. Because him, uh, Eddie Trunk signed on Megaforce Records when he worked 
for Megaforce Records signed Ace Frehley to his first contract outside of Kiss. Mm. They've been best friends ever since. Yeah. And because of that, Paul and Gene refuse to go on his show, and they hate Eddie Trunk. And, uh, and uh, so it's been this big thing. And that's why I asked that, because that's going to be interesting, because here's why. Mm-hmm. Eddie Trunk will let him come back on oh, there. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. will let him say what he wants. <laughs> yes. And you think Sirius XM's going to stop it? No, they're not. No. No. It's they, awesome for ratings. Aussie, let it go. If that was Ozzy, they would stop it. Yeah. And here's why. Because Ozzy, they pay for Ozzy Boneyard. Yeah. And they have influence. Kiss does not. Yeah. So, yeah. it's going to be pretty interesting because I kind of hope Paul does not apologize. I, I want to hear this. Yeah, yeah, I want to hear those things. Yeah. <laughs> so. Gosh, airing their dirty laundry in public. Uh, and, and for all we know, they may have all gotten together and they're going to do like four last shows. And they say, hey, let's start a big fucking rivalry. Oh, you're right. Then all right. of a sudden we settle at the last minute. <laughs> and then we're going to have our four shows with the original four. We're all getting played. Could be. Uh, Wouldn't be the first time. I don't, I'm not saying time. that's what. I'm not saying that's what it is. But remember, I posed the question. It could be. Yep, yep. So, anyhow. Um, here, here, uh, you ever hear about this? Fizzling dating. Mm, no. This is like all the rage now. Like this is like the new term, one of the new terms, and this is the thing that people do now, and it's kind of at least of like, for the next five minutes. Yeah, yeah, until they find up some new thing to jump on. So, to eat their next Tide Pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, boy, those <laughs> things are delicious. Allegedly, <laughs> can't even say that anymore. Some kid fucking gobble one down. Yeah. Well, the two douchebags do it. Yeah, <laughs> so, well. But yeah. it's telling that Tide decided, instead of making the Tide Pods unattractive, they just decided to make the package harder to get into. Yeah. They could have made those Tide Pods ugly to children, and nobody would want to eat them anymore. Nope. Instead, they that. decided to make it more harder for you to get into. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Yep. That's the way it is. Okay. Fizzling dating. Fizzling dating is a new term for when a relationship is kind of stalling. Mm-hmm. A person starts to put in less and less effort, such as a couple going out maybe once every week, maybe calling every few days. So fizzling would not be, you know, would not calling at first for a week or so, maybe going out on an actual date every what, every three weeks. Yeah. And this keeps up until all parties just stop altogether, therefore fizzling out. Yeah. Probably the person who doesn't want to date anymore has an issue with confrontation or hurt or hurting people's feelings. Yeah. So it, it's called just kind of like letting off the gas slowly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's almost like coasting. it's kind of like the pot of boiling water that you posed about the frogs. Yeah, yeah where you just turn up the heat gradually. I it, think it's like in reverse. It's like the romantic version of quiet quitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way. Yeah. Where you like putting in less and less effort until they fire you. And yeah. then when they get tired of not being the subject of anything, and they they made the decision to quit seeing you, so you feel good about it, but really, actually, the other person did it. Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a long history of uh, entertainment that uses that plot device of getting the other person to break up with you because that serves your purpose. Either because you don't want the conflict, or... You have a financial gain if they break up the relationship or whatever. 
Yeah. Uh, they've used that over and over is how do you get a person to break up with you and make it make it make them think it was their idea. Yeah. So I guess that's the latest term. It's it's a common phenomenon. So it, it's interesting there some of these are they're making up words for things that are new things that people are doing. Yeah, uh, well this fizzing dating it's been around a long time where you start backing right. off and backing off yeah. and backing off and then the person either gets angered and does something stupid and mm -hmm. calls you a bunch of names and then you have the right to leave. Or they break up with you and which you're off the hook anyhow, but either way it's not uh, on you when you talk about it or if you try to, you could point and go, well they're the one that called me up and called me a fucking cocksucker and all this <laughs> stuff. Then everyone looks at them and go, well it was your fault. Right, right. Yeah, so, you know. and It's then, a fine line to walk because if, if you get... There was a movie called How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days that kind yeah, of I remember that one. explored yeah. that as where the girl was trying to get the guy to break up and she was doing just the most outrageous things that would scare most people off of a relationship. But she didn't realize that this guy had also made a bet that he could keep the relationship. So the girl was like, I've, t I've got a bet where I can make this guy break up with me within ten days. And he was on using a bet... That he could keep the relationship going. So, yeah. So the worst things that she kept doing to him, the more he would just take it and say, I want this relationship to work. <laughs> she bought him like this little tiny dog and made him take it for walks. And she'd uh, crash his uh, football watching party and, and just just absolutely every cliche of, of being the annoying uh, romantic partner. <laughs> <laughs> so that was an entertaining I, I version that of it one. yeah that's cool but it's interesting that uh they people keep coming up with new terms for the same old thing yeah but well that's, we did too yeah. you know yeah. when we were younger so we used to call it mia missing in action yeah it'd be like well what's going on with you and so-and-so mia yeah yeah it's like well and you didn't have to describe who started the missing in action or nothing mm -hmm. it's just like it's missing in action yeah not happening for whatever reason just mm -hmm. not going on yeah so yeah yeah I, I thought that was pretty interesting when I saw that term today I'm like hmm and anyhow that that struck me the other day when I, I mentioned that newspaper from 1962 that I saw and there was a comic in there where some uh, some uh, young men look like you know 18 to 20 somewhere in that range uh, definitely not long hair or anything, but they were using some kind of hippie slang terms. That I so they they use the term "tune in." It's like you know, hey man, let's tune in. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, because you don't see a guy of that age back then using that. Yeah, but I started thinking the "hey man" came from the hipster movement in the fifties, mm -hmm. and then the "tune in" part. That came from the generation that grew up with radio and TV, because you would tune oh, into right. the radio station. That's also where they came up with the term is like you know he and I are on the same wavelength, because mm -hmm. that's what you do when you're communicating by radio. You and the other person tune to the exact same wavelength, and then you can communicate. That's true. So that was all, you know, radio and TV was brand new and was the cool thing. So the slang developed around that. That's right. Yeah, yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. well, I never even I, thought about it like that. And I think anymore, all the cool slang terms have probably already been used, so now it's just come up with something that's odd and weird and memorable. Well, yeah, like fizzling. Yeah. Yeah, it's like fizzle out. Or goblin dating. It's like, yeah. okay, they didn't need to use that term. But, no. You know, no, they I just know. wanted to be memorable. Or goblin mode, where yeah. you go around and eat everything. Yeah, so anyhow. Yeah. Well, um, I uh, got a little something here. Uh, sure. But let's go ahead and just, uh, we'll be right back. To douchebagsandmicrophone.net, your one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. 